Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Gary Ross. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Monday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Okay, I'm in my 50s, so can somebody tell me what that stuff is falling out of the sky? Because I've never seen it before. Lord. I'm I'm not sure. It's beautiful. That's what it is. Isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I will say this. If you're going to get out and about, uh, headed to work or to school this morning, be careful. Uh, You know, roads are slick. Haven't been able to say that in a long time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they are. And that's good. We, We desperately need some precipitation also known as rain, and we're getting it. And uh, aren't we supposed to get a lot of it today? Supposed to all day, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. That'd be real good. Good soaking rain. Got the yard mowed yesterday after church, and man, oh, man, so everything's good to go. I, I started to not mow it. I said, hey, it's going to rain. But then I thought, you know what? Then if it rains like I think it's going to rain, then we're going to have we're gonna have a situation. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and knocked it out yesterday and got everything done. And, man, come on with the rain now. And uh, that'll be good stuff. That'll be good stuff. So, anyway, Ward, how are we? Outstanding. Garrett, you doing okay? I'm good. I'm good. Ward, are you are you as excited about the Rangers as I am? This is a club that has won three out of their last four. Okay, ha- had a three game winning streak. <clears throat> well, you can't win them all till you win the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. They went in. They they won the. I didn't even know they played this weekend. <laughs> they won a series. <laughs> Not only did they win a series, they won a road series. How about that, boys? Ooh, that might be more indicative. Oakland of, must be terrible. Yeah, how bad the A's are. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some highlights yesterday. And I looked up, and there was the. Um, there was Elvis Andrews playing shortstop for Oakland. I went. No wonder. <laughs> Uh, no wonder. Uh, yeah, they're not very good. But that's okay. You still had to win, and they did. They, uh, they, I think they won the last game in Seattle and then went and won the first two games in Oakland to piece together. I was hoping like crazy, Garrett, that they would have won yesterday. They got beat yesterday 2 to nothing. I was hoping like crazy that they could win the game so I could come back and say, see, since we last spoke, they haven't lost. But oh, they no. went out and got beat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it's uh, there. I don't know, man. It's a work in progress, to say the least. Slow rolling, but maybe they can put it together. I doubt it, but maybe. We're gonna find out. We are going to find out. So, uh, you know, they're what are they? Five and ten now, Ward? Something like that. Yeah. So, they're <laughs> they're this may be as close as they get to five hundred. I don't know, but I mean, but heck, you know. Now they'll play Houston. Starting today, mm-hmm. and I and I've often wondered how the I know what fans think about. It. I wonder what the players think. I mean, is this just one of one sixty two that you're playing Houston, or is this your in state rival and you kind of get jazzed? How do pro baseball? I, I know that in the NFL, particularly in the NFC East, you have right you have some rivalry type 
stuff. But is there in baseball where you're playing so many games, or is this just another team in the other dugout? It's a great question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know when it comes to MLB. I, I don't know either. I, mean, I think there's a little more juice to it just because it's the in-state rivalry. They play for the silver boot, and you know there's some some things they can't avoid of seeing or hearing at the ballpark. Right. Because they talk about the silver boot and, the, you know, who's leading the series in the silver boot and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I, I don't know that uh, a major league baseball player hears that. That's a great question to ask one sometime. I, I, again, for us, you know, it's this is Texas and Houston. It is a rivalry, you know, especially – when it used to be the Astros were in the National League, the Rangers were in the American League, they played very rarely. What was it like? For, for a long time, they never played, and then it was just a handful of games. Now they're in the same division, so they play a lot. I feel like there's so much movement uh, across professional sports. And, well, hell, we can go college sports in general nowadays yeah. that you don't see that rivalries are more so for fan bases than players individually. I'm sure you're going to have some players who – might have been traded from a certain team that when they go back, you know, there's some issue. You have a connection. But as a whole, if you're looking at like, oh, we're playing with this team, we're playing against this team, I don't think you see it as a rivalry. That is a great point. And we, we've talked about this before, but stop and think about this now. It used to be in the NFL. Let's just take the NFL, for right. example. You rarely, if ever, saw a trade in the NFL. You rarely, if ever, saw players changing teams. You were a part of that organization from the time you were drafted or a free agent until you retired. There was very little player movement, particularly in the 70s and early 80s. And and that's why you could, you know, the Dallas-Washington thing, Ward, they were just flat-out hate for each other. Like the body bag game? I mean – they could not no, stand. No, they didn't. They didn't like George each other Allen, at all. Tom, George Allen couldn't stand Tom Landry. No, it, it, that was a true rival. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that there is one. In I the don't NFL. either because I don't you think got, there is. Well, first of all, you just mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Guys are free agents, right? Guys, I mean that roster. I think that has a, more than anything has to do with does. it. Absolutely does. What you and then you watch at the end of a game. At the end of a game, whether you won or lost, you see guys out there swapping jerseys, and you know. Are you kidding me? You just lost. Get your butt off the field. But they don't have that mentality anymore, and you're never going to see it again. Well, you could, you could say that, but like if you look last night in the NBA, the Bulls lose, and you see Zach Levine and them leave the court early. You know they're frustrated. They do that, but you're going to catch heat if you do that now. If you're if you're, it's not like it. Which you, you shouldn't. I know, but you're going to. So I think that's why you see. Well, that's less. a well, different animal. That's a playoff situation. We're talking about regular season games. Yeah, but I mean, he he's in right. General, though, it it and it goes back. Hate to say it, but we're soft. Yeah. Well, again, I I I, I don't mind a guy shaking a guy's hand, congratulating. No. But but that hanging around and loving on each other and all that. Sportsmanship is one thing. That's right. That's a great but, point. But you know, there's there's other aspects of it. You don't you don't have to like it. Right. Did you see any of them out there swapping jerseys or anything? You know. No. no th- that's that's what I'm. T- Get off the – shake their hand, congratulate them, say, I'll see you in, you know, in eight weeks or whatever it is, because particularly when it's a divisional game, you're going to play them twice. I, I don't mind the sportsmanship aspect of it. In fact, I encourage it. But after that, go get in the locker room. You know, but they don't. They hang around. They mill around. And, you know, they, they sign – you know, let me sign your jersey. You sign – all that stuff. But that's because 
they may have been teammates two years ago. You know, the, or because, they're about to be teammates. It's, net, to, it's a networking opportunity. Yeah, well, that, yeah, it's a great point. I mean, it, and you didn't used to see that. I mean, it used to be true rivalry, which circles back around. There's as much movement in baseball as there is in any sport. Yeah. So are these guys, quote, rivals? I know, you know, look, the Metroplex in the greater Houston area, they're excited about tonight and the Rangers. At least I hope they are. <laughs> For Major League Baseball's sake, they better be. Uh, but do the players really give a hoot who's in the other dugout? Or, again, is it just game one of 162? I think you also got to take a consideration with the Astros. They're still kind of like the the black sheep of the league, in a sense, where everybody you know has resentment towards them for – Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote cheating." So I think everybody might look at the Astros as more of a, not necessarily a rival, but have a they little just resentment. Beat them. Exactly. They, yeah, I could see that. I could. I mean, I could. I could see that. Uh, you know, but how long ago has that been? That's been what four years. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's still something. You'll hear about it every yeah, time every they play, time. right? And especially when they booed. play nationally, or especially when they play the Yankees. Yeah. Holy moly! They're never going to let it go, are they? Oh, no. So, anyway, we welcome you into the program. we got a lot to get to today. And, and we're going to do some cool things uh, today. Uh, we're going to talk to Ron Dunleavy from the New York Post, kind of get up to speed on the New York Giants as they get ready for the draft. You know what I'm curious? I'm going to ask uh, Ryan about what what went wrong with Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator. Why was it? Why was it not? And it wasn't successful. It wasn't even remotely close to successful. Why? Was it him? Was it the players? Was it a combination? I think a lot of it's going to go to the O-line. They were just been abysmal in the offensive line. So it doesn't, you, you don't care who's calling plays I mean, or you what look, plays you're running. Well, if the, you can't block them, you can't, you can't be successful. No, and that's why Saquon Barkley's catching so much hell because he's not having success. But it, it's hard to run when they're loading the box and nobody can block for you. Yeah, good point. We'll uh, we'll also break down the spring football game for you a little bit. We got some uh, we got some Dave Aranda audio after the game. Jerry Hill's going to join us a little later on. Talk about that. Uh, we'll get into those red hot Rangers as they get ready for the Astros. Uh, we're gonna you you pointed out last night in our little three way text messaging thing that we had going that uh, that North Carolina State's going to have pretty much. Their roster back, and maybe the number one team in the country when the when the poll comes out. Yeah, so I mean, Carolina wins the championship, uh, and we've seen across the co- the landscape of college basketball a lot of players. Or I've seen more. I've noticed more players personally sticking it out and coming back this year than you've seen in a long time. Um, and North Carolina is going to have essentially their whole team back except Brady Manick. They have a lot of freshmen coming in, uh, so. And then we, you also had the discussion of Jay Wright just retires. Hubert Davis coming off a national championship. And we were just had the conversation about, you know, who were some of the best active coaches right now. There's a lot going on. And plus, it's a good opportunity. Sam Howell, you know, is in, uh, one of the quarterbacks that's going to be drafted in the NFL draft. What's Mac Brown doing from a recruiting aspect on the football field? So there's a lot to get into with Isaac. Schell. Yeah, Hugh, Hubert Davis will coach 20 years in, in, in Nor- at North Carolina. I mean, he – he bleeds powder blue. I mean, he played there. I mean, you know, he's coached there, and now he's the head coach there. But, yeah, I mean, don't they have to be the preseason number one if they got four starters back? Yeah, you would think. So, 
there you go. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Mavericks back in action tonight. Mm-hmm. They lost a gut wrencher, didn't they? Well, 199? Yeah, I thought that yeah. they were going to be able to pull that off when Lucas stepped back and hit that three. Just left too much time on the clock. Welcome to the NBA. Because I, I thought with him back in the lineup, after they were able to win two out of three without him in the lineup, I thought with him in the lineup, they'd bury them and go on to the next round. But you had a good thing going. You had some good chemistry rolling. It, I mean, there's adjustments. Yeah, so, but you got to get him on the floor, know, and that's the reason I why. Know. So, good point. They'll play tonight. They'll play tonight. So, we, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, obviously, if you want to join us, anything that you want to talk about uh, in the wide world of sports, get your opinion on anything, you can obviously join us on the phone lines at 254-662-1660 or the CNC Collision Center text line, which is 254-662-1660. The most amazing thing to me over the weekend? Yeah. OU spring game? Oh, Yeah. 75,000 plus. And they paid to go to the game. That's not a free ticket. I, unbelievable. It was uh, it was insane. That's how you – you, it kind of you see the, the, the hashtags, the O-U-D-N-A. That, they put it together right there. They did. Hey, how about, how about in Los Angeles where there's 9 million things to do on a beautiful spring day and they had 33,000 in the Coliseum? Mm-hmm. That was pretty nice, too. I watched some of that one. Uh, I, yeah. It, it was intriguing. And then Oregon. Oregon had like 40-something thousand. Well, there's nothing there, to do so. in Oregon, so you go to the hey, – yeah. There's a plenty. Oregon's the best <laughs> state ever. <laughs> Did you just hear that? I said it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, North Dakota, South Dakota, Oregon. I mean, yeah, there's just – I mean, it's a plethora of activities. Oh, there is. Outdoors. <laughs> Seven thirteen. Let's find out what's going on weather-wise here on this Monday morning. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Shower and thunderstorm activity will last through much of the morning and afternoon with highs only reaching the mid-60s. Severe weather is not expected, but locally heavy rainfall could bring some flooding to parts of the area. Showers will move out by this evening, leaving us with mostly cloudy skies tonight and a low of 54 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average garage door is made up of 1.3-millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know. A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. 
Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. You'll put a smile on her face with a Mother's Day gift from Opelousa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They've got unique gifts for mom, including a large selection of rustic furniture for the bedroom, living room, and dining rooms, gold and silver jewelry, home decor items, cowskin rugs, and metal signs for inside and outside the home. Ask about their financing options. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Texas. All right, 7 18, 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and uh, Garrett and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Monday morning. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that's thunder. <laughs> so uh, we got a little thunderstorm moving through Central Texas. And again, uh, if you just heard the weather from Fox 44, we are uh, we should see some precip uh, throughout the day and into the afternoon. So good stuff. That's nice. Certainly need it. Certainly need it. All right. Uh, let's uh, talk a little baseball softball uh, this morning. Uh, the uh, Baylor softball team takes two out of three from Texas Tech. So uh, Glenn Moore's team winning two out of three at home against the Red Raiders. And... Uh, and that was a well needed series win for for the uh, Tex for the uh, for the Bears as they beat uh, Texas Tech take you two out of three uh looking for the sweep but got beat yesterday in the finale two to nothing by Texas Tech but uh, overall overall guys that was that was what uh, that was what the doctor ordered for Glenn Moore's team and uh, and 
and and they needed it, and, and they certainly went out and took care of their business winning Friday night and Saturday. Yeah, I mean, those are two evenly matched teams, and you need to get all the wins you can at home, take care of business there, uh, and they did what they needed to do, and that's right now you've got to get all the wins you can at conference to make a push towards the playoffs. Now, on the baseball side, uh, it was a rough weekend, to say the least. I think they gave up over 40 runs uh, to the Longhorns and, and got swept, losing yesterday 13-4. Actually had, a, I think, a 2 nothing lead early, uh, and then, um, you know, it just – just couldn't hold it and, and got beat thirteen to four. They're now twenty and twenty overall, four and eleven in uh, in Big Twelve conference play. So th- they've they're in trouble. I mean, as far as you know, making a run is in in you know to get to the NCAA tournament and all that because that's ultimately the goal. I mean, let's let's be honest. Yeah, you want to win championships and all that kind of stuff, but ultimately, you know, your goal is to get to the to the NCAA tournament and. Because when you get there, everybody is zero and zero. It all starts all over, mm-hmm. and, and you're zero and zero. So the ultimate goal is to get there. But uh, you know they've got at least two tough, tough series left with Tech and with Oklahoma State. So they only got three series total. Left. Yeah. So you know you, you've you. I feel like you got to be around that 500 mark in conference play, and I know you got to be over 500 in, in, on the season. And right now, you sit at 20 and 20. So every time you go on the field, uh, it's it's important. I think they got 15, 16 games left. Uh, I mean, they've they've got to find a way to make a run. And with with being as short-handed as they are on the mound, uh, you know, with you know they you know what Rigney went down on on Friday and. Mm-hmm. And, and and Thomas wasn't wasn't healthy yesterday, so you know where does Steve Rodriguez turn? You know, bottom line is it gives somebody an opportunity, somebody an opportunity to step up and, and and you know go to that hill and and pitch them deep into a game five six eight whatever the case may be. But bottom line is they got to find a way to to win some ball games, and it starts tomorrow night with Incarnate Word. They've got to do it. I mean, you, your back's against the wall now, and you've got Incarnate Word, you've got Carlton, you've got Stephen F. Austin as your non-con games. You got to win all those. You, you, you just have to. You got to find a way to pull those out, and then you've got to you've got to take a couple of the next series. And I, you know, you mentioned it. They got Texas Tech. It's not going to be easy, but you got you know you got them at home, uh, and then you got Oklahoma State. You got both the big ones. At home as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kansas State on the road is not going to be easy, but uh, it, it's not going to be as difficult as the, as the previous two I just mentioned. And you got to find a way to defend your home field. Yep. You just have to. And I'll tell you this, Kansas State will play well uh, in Manhattan. I mean, yeah. as Texas, they took two out of three from the Longhorns mm-hmm. uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So, as far as the standings are concerned, and how about TCU winning that series with Oklahoma State? That was big. And now TCU and Oklahoma State uh, are in first place. Uh, TCU is at 12 and 6. Oklahoma State's at 10 and 5. But they're mathematically, percentage wise, that's what you go by winning percentage. Uh, they're tied. Then Texas and Texas Tech follow at 9 and 6. West Virginia and Oklahoma at 7 and 5. Then uh, Baylor, Kansas State, and Kansas uh, are the bottom three teams. So, yeah, I mean, are you out? No. Do you have do you have to go on a, on a big time run? Yes. I mean, you, you just do. You just got to go find a way to win some ball games. And you're right, Ward. Most of the time, 
look, you don't you want every time you go on the field, you want to win. Mm-hmm. But you, the emphasis on those midweek games is typically not there. Now every chance you get, you got to have an emphasis on winning. If you want to get to the tournament, you do. Yep. So you got to be above five hundred, and you got to put yourself in a good spot, and you've got to finish strong in those last ten or eleven, you know, twelve conference ball games. So they got a lot of work to do. Uh, but it's you know, look, you, you, and that's the beauty of baseball. <laughs> There's always tomorrow, and you got a chance. And so that's that's I think that's the approach for Steve Rodriguez's team is hey, we got a chance. Uh, you know, we're going to go on the field Tuesday night against Incarnate Word and the score zero zero. What we did over the weekend against Texas, that doesn't matter from this moving forward. And that's what you do. I mean, and you know, if they had won all three, like you would have had to have had the same approach. I mean, whether you win or whether you lose, you got to move on to the, because if you, if you look back, <laughs> then what's happening now is going to be a, is going to be a problem. At what point do you have to start looking forward and evaluating for next season? And well, I, I think I, the heart of your players and stuff who are, you know, stepping up when you're struggling. When the season's over in baseball. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to look back and he'll evaluate and he'll have meetings and all that kind of stuff. But remember, a lot of these guys are getting to play. First of all, he's, he's shorthanded on on the pitching side. Uh, so he's he's going to have evaluation there. But – your everyday lineup, I mean, you know, numbers don't lie. I mean, either you do or you don't. And so, you know, he'll take a look at, at all of that when, when it's all said and done. But right now, Ward's right. They're, you know, you're in the middle of it right now. And you, you're just you're getting ready for the next pitch, the next at bat, the next game. That's, that's what it's all about right now. Well, in college baseball, is a lot different than MLB. I mean, MLB – you kind of know when you scrap a season and you start bringing up young guys and trying to get a look and see where you can evaluate them. Mm-hmm. College baseball, you don't have the roster size to be able to do that. So you just you, you just play with the ones that you've got right, right. now. And you, you might sprinkle in, you know, some freshmen or some young guys here and there just to give them a taste of it and, and see how they react. But you don't have that opportunity that you might have somewhere else in college baseball. You just you don't have the roster space. And again, there may be some guys on your team uh, that are redshirting, and you're, you're certainly not going to burn their red sure. shirt. Sure, uh, you know, just you know. But if there's some other guys, you may get them some abs down towards the end. Once you figure out, hey, look, this thing, it's not going to happen for us this year. So you may take a a, a couple of guys and get them some abs. Uh, seven twenty six, twenty six after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. There's more to come, including a conversation with Ron Dunleavy from the New York Post. That's next. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, May 7th and Sunday, May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. You'll find ammo, prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, May 7th from 9 to 5 and May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. 
Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. Calmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Calmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or Waco HR at howmet.com. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers lost at Oakland 2-0 while the Astros topped Toronto 8-7. The two Texas teams start a four-game series against each other in Arlington tonight. A 13-4 Longhorn win over Baylor yesterday completed a weekend sweep by Texas. Baylor softball took 2-3 from Texas Tech, losing yesterday's series finale 2-0. They next entertain Stephen F. Austin on Tuesday. Rain has canceled today's game for MCC Baseball against Wharton. The Highlanders lead their conference race with a 21-3 league mark and will travel to Cisco on Wednesday. With four games left on the schedule, McClendon softball with two wins away from a conference championship. They host Cisco at Bosque River Ballpark on Wednesday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.30, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And we are brought to you in part this morning by Good Feet, Pro Star Rental, 
Big Boys Record Service and Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. We've got uh, rain and about 63 degrees this morning. It's kind of kind of cool. But uh, anyway, uh, NFL Draft's coming up on uh, on Thursday. It starts Thursday. We welcome into the program Ryan Dunleavy from the uh, New York Post. Ryan, good morning, man. We appreciate your time today. Hey, thanks for having me. Let's. I, I want to kind of backtrack just a little bit before we talk about the draft. Jason Garrett as the OC. Why didn't that work in New York? I mean, it was a poor fit from the beginning. Jason Garrett's offense, as anybody out there knows, is a little outdated for today's NFL. It certainly was not what uh, Joe Judge envisioned his offense being. Uh, it was a, you know, it was an arranged marriage that Jason Garrett's well respected with the Giants by ownership from his time here as a player. Joe Judge's first choice as an OC was, ironically enough, his successor as head coach, Brian Dayball. He couldn't lure him from Buffalo. Uh, he comes from the Patriots tree. It, what's missing from the Patriots tree? Offensive coordinators. These guys, Matt Patricia, uh, all these Patriots coaches who go on and become head coaches, they never can find an OC because – that job's gone to Charlie Weiss or Bill O'Brien or Josh McDaniels for 25 years. So they really don't have an OC. So when Dave Ball couldn't come, uh, Jason Garrett from Giants ownership became the choice, and it was just a it was doomed from the start. When Thursday comes around, what is the most important place on the field that the Giants have to secure through the draft? You know that like uh, meme where like Spider Man pointing at each other. I could, I could say offensive tackle, and then like another me could say edge, and then another me could say cornerback. Like the Giants are so uh, weak at so many positions. There's such a such a depleted roster that you could make a really strong argument. Tight end, you can make a really strong argument for so many. I'll go offensive line. For 10 years, it's been a problem for the Giants that they haven't been able to fix. It's the reason they won those two Super Bowls back with Eli, and it's the reason they've been the worst team in the NFL for the last five years. So I'll say offensive line is problem number one. So you got two picks in the top 10. What are the odds of those actually hitting in, in both of the, the people they select working out and panning out for the organization? Great question. Uh so I went back and look, history is never a perfect indicator, but I went back and I looked and seven times since 1990 have a t- has a team had two picks in the top 10 and both New York teams have it this year. Number eight, number nine are the Jets and the Giants seven times since 1990. And so that's 14 players for those seven teams. Seven of them had made pro bowls. Two of them won major awards. Two of them are in the hall of fame. So I would say it's about 50-50. I'd say if you get one great player, like one franchise icon type player, the second pick is almost house money. Like if you hit one of the two in a big way, then I think you're really happy. And that's just the way, I mean, I'm Giants fans will get greedy. They'll tell you we want to. That's very, very rare. The Seahawks are really the only team. They got Walter Jones, a Hall of Famer, and Sean Springs, a really good 14-year NFL player who made Pro Bowls with their third and sixth picks in 97. They're really the only team that hit it big twice. Uh, if you hit it big once and get a good contributor as the second player, I think that's a home run. What is the situation with 
Kadarius Tony. I mean, why why is he unhappy? Second year guy. Uh, I don't know that he's unhappy. They're unhappy. The Giants are unhappy. Look, Kadarius Tony has done any everything he possibly can not to practice since he got to the Giants. His first day, he couldn't find the right size shoe and missed practice. And then he had six different injuries. Uh, you guys probably have a slanted opinion of him because his best game as a rookie was against the Cowboys. And it was like, wow, look at this guy. And then he punched somebody and uh, got ejected from that game, got injured in that game. Uh, six, Like I said, six different injury parts. He skipped every – last year as a rookie, he skipped voluntary workouts because of a contract dispute. Rookies never have contract disputes. And now this year he's, you know, taking advantage of the voluntary and the voluntary workouts, even though almost every veteran is there because they understand a new coach, a new playbook. KT hasn't even picked up his playbook yet. So I don't know that he's unhappy, but they're certainly un- unhappy with his uh, commitment to football. Is is he a giant in September? I would say yes, because they are, like I said, they have so few weapons. They have so few playmakers, and it's just so risky to trade a guy after one year of his rookie contract. You're not going to get a first-round pick. I doubt you'd get a second-round pick. Maybe you get a third-round pick. The only way I see he's traded, honestly, is if they're trying to trade, they are trying to trade James Bradbury. They're desperate to trade James Bradbury to save $12 million in salary cap. Teams know that. They know the Giants have no leverage. If you packaged Kadarius Toney with James Bradbury, I think you could get a much better return than you would for Bradbury straight up. So you regain some of your leverage by putting them together. Uh, So I think if you did that, then I could see Kadarius Toney get traded. And then all of a sudden you end up with a second and a third or two thirds rather than dumping Pro Bowler James Bradbury for a seventh. How much tread is left on the tires of Barkley and can he stay healthy? Uh, You're talking to somebody who believes a lot. now, he, whether he can stay healealthy, I don't know. I mean, those are you know running backs obviously have a difficult time staying healthy. injured guys get injured. I, mean, I believe that. Uh, last year, obviously, the injury against the Cowboys was a bit of a freak injury. He stepped on a player's foot going across the middle. That's not a wear and tear injury. that's a that's a freak injury. But you're you're talking to somebody who, if he can stay healthy, I believe he can be a top three running back again. I mean, he's just, yeah, I mean, he's obviously got all the talent in the world. He's got the vision. He's got the cutbacks. I think he still has the speed. He just has to stay healthy. And if he can, I think he'll be a top three player. And they'll actually have quite a dilemma next year if he has a 1,400-yard from scrimmage season. What do we do with him now because he's a free agent? With nine picks heading into the draft, do you see New York getting in a situation where they trade some of those or they put a package together and try to move up? Or do you think they'll just sit out idle and – let the, the picks come to them. Their ideal situation is to trade either five or seven, not both. Trade back either five or seven for a first rounder this year plus a first rounder next year. So, like, say they drop from five to 16, I think it is, or 17 with the Saints. Uh, 
that would cost the Saints number 17 this year plus a first-rounder in the future. Now, the Saints don't have their first-rounder in the future because they gave it to the Eagles. I'm just using that as an example. So say it's the Steelers want to move up for a quarterback. They drop from 7 to 20. So the Giants get 20 this year and the Steelers number one next year. That's the ideal situation for the Giants is to come away with an extra 2023 first-round pick in case Daniel Jones flops this year and they need two first next year to make a play for a quarterback. Knowing what you what we all know about the NFC East and, and coming off the four and thirteen, what is a realistic realistic run for the Giants in in twenty twenty two? An optimistic uh, run or like a realistic realistic? Yeah, I think they're four and thirteen again. I mean, I I it's the I've been covering the Giants for five years. They're out of 22 and 59 in that five years. And this is the worst roster at this point in the season before the two first round picks, before any players are added over the summer. This is the worst late April roster they've had in my five years. And they're 22 and 59 in those five years. So I would tell you they're probably four and 13 uh, again. I mean, they're the, they don't have a pass rush. The offensive line's weak. They're going to trade Bradbury, so they're not going to have a great pass defense. Look, you can say, as Giants fans will, well, they have to be better just because the coaching is better. Well, that's what people said to me two years ago when they fired Pat Shermer and replaced him with Joe Judge and Patrick Graham and, that, and Jason Garrett and that staff. Coaching only goes you so far. Players win games, and the Giants don't have a lot of great players. At some point, do they just need to – settle on a coach and, and let them get their feet in, in, in a situation where they're not shuffling or not stepping on hot coals the whole time and, and try to get some stability in that position instead of, you know, pulling the trigger every two years on a coach. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Look, I'm, you're talking to somebody who didn't think Joe judge and his staff deserved to be fired. I mean, Joe judge was clearly told he would have a uh, rope here to build it for the long term. And then they fought, they pulled the rug out from under him. Daniel Jones was hurt. Uh, so the last six games when the offense was abysmal, you didn't have your starting quarterback. Uh, there was no, you know, for all the New York media market is vicious, there was no real pressure here to fire him because everybody understood the situation. The national, you know, the national programs are the ones who were call, mocking the Giants, calling for him to be fired. And the pressure got big and the fans turned and, he got fired, but I didn't think Joe Judge deserved to be fired. Yes, I think that they deserve to stick with that. They need to stick with a head coach, but more importantly, guys, Joe Shane is willing to take his lumps as long as, like I said, he's he's been told that he gets a long rope. Well, Joe Judge was told he got one. It didn't happen. But Judge is taking the. I mean, uh, Shane is taking the Giants at their word that he gets a long rope. He's going to build it for the long term. He's going to take the lumps. Gettleman never did that. Gettleman was always trying to glue it together, whether it was for the last couple of years of Eli Manning, we got to make a push, or whether it was after going 6-10 and 10 and almost winning the division two years ago, thinking they were close to a playoff spot and spending like crazy last year in free agency. Uh, they were always trying to patch it together. Shane's taking the long road, and he realizes you're going to take your lumps this year. In a division full of mediocrity, especially at the quarterback position, and you're talking about Daniel Jones, and is he even going to be there after next year? How do you, how would you rank the quarterbacks in this league as we head into 2022? In this division, you mean? Yeah, in the in the division. Uh, Dak is clear in a way number one. Um, 
I would say probably I, I probably believe in Wentz more than most people because he's played at a high level before. I guess I would say Wentz two, and uh, I would probably put Daniel three and Hurts four. But you could make a case that it's it's Hurts three and Daniel four. Hey man, uh, Ryan, we uh, we appreciate your time so much this morning. Great stuff, uh, great input, uh, and and we uh, we look forward to visiting with you again soon. Sure, have me anytime, guys. Thanks for it. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Ryan Denleby from the New York Post. Great stuff. He, I, I found it interesting that he that he said this is the worst April roster that the Giants have had, and I, I got to thinking about is this the worst Cowboy roster in April in a long time. And I think Probably. for me, my answer is yes. My answer is totally yes. Now, again, this is prior to the draft. I get all that. But when you look at what has gone on, who's left and who's come in, I, I think you can make that same statement for the Cowboy roster in, in April. I don't know if it's worst. I mean, we had Quincy Carter quarterback at one time. <laughs> okay. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good point. Okay, say uh, uh, then in the last five years. Okay, that's y- fair. You okay with that? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's Ugh. a great point, Quincy <laughs> Carter. God, I forgot about that. The nightmares for y'all. How do you forget about that? I don't know. See, I, I put that in the back, back, way back, and you brought it back out. Thanks, Ward. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He couldn't even start at his – never mind. <laughs> 744 draft is Thursday night. We'll talk more about it as we go through the week. Hey, I want to say I I drove by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their their new location that Mm -hmm. they're they're building, coming off uh, when I left the spring game uh, Saturday. It's close. I mean, it looks like it is very, very close. We'll have to check with with Braden and see just how close they are. But uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe's got a new location coming in. It's going to be over on Loop 340 South. That is right next door to Busby Feed. And, man, it is going to be big. It is going to be beautiful. And, it, and it, like I said, I think it's close. But if in the meantime, they continue to serve Central Texas, and they have since 1943. We're talking about Pioneer Steel and Pipe with the same family ownership. Braden and John and the entire Emory family doing a terrific job. That's four generations of Emory's that have taken care of Central Texans with all of their uh, their steel and pipe needs. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. They've got uh, angle iron. they got residential metal roofing. they got hay and equipment barns. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches. And, uh, and, and look, if you're building a new barn dominium or a, uh, or a new metal building and you need a contractor and you're not real sure where to start, just contact Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll be more than happy to help you. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a location in Bryan. They're also at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane, soon to be out on uh, Loop 340. But for right now, they're still at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. They're open till noon on Saturday. And, of course, you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. Greedy Carter, our guest, one of Baylor's all-time greats, now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them. You know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and 
to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids, um, you know, a better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to, 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 to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge. and. I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about oh, this right now. That's great. Well, you know we all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, May 7th and Sunday, May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. You'll find ammo, prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, May 7th from 9 to 5 and May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Here Drive in Waco on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers lost at Oakland 2-0 while the Astros topped Toronto 8-7. The two Texas teams start a four-game series against each other in Arlington tonight. A 13-4 Longhorn win over Baylor yesterday completed a weekend sweep by Texas. Baylor softball took 2-3 from Texas Tech, losing yesterday's series finale 2-0. They next entertain Stephen F. Austin on Tuesday. Rain has canceled today's game for MCC Baseball against Wharton. The Highlanders lead their conference race with a 21-3 league mark and will travel to Cisco on Wednesday. With four games left on the schedule, McClendon softball with two wins away from a conference championship. They host Cisco at Bosque River Ballpark on Wednesday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty ten away from 8, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through a uh, Monday morning. The uh, Bears wrapped up spring football 2022 
with uh, their spring green and gold game on Saturday. And it, it was, and by the way, we, we had the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, anybody had I, big takeaways? Uh, I would say I wanted to see a little more from the defensive line. Uh, I know the offensive line is good. I would have liked to see them apply a little more pressure. Uh, and they also, the defense, they struggled at times containing uh, the scrambling quarterbacks. In particular, Kyron Jones really carved them up. Uh, I think that's definitely something you'll see get fixed. It's not necessarily a concern, but that's something that caught my eye. Um, and also, I thought early on, I wanted to see the quarterbacks go at the secondary, test that youth, and stretch the field. And that's something we really didn't see. Uh, I mean, Blake Shapin eventually got going and stretching the field, but I never saw Gary Bohannon ever stretch the field or take a chance. Ah, quarterback play, I thought Shapin was uh, was very sharp. Uh, and, and, again, we didn't get to see all 15 practices. We saw the last one. And so that's what I got to go off of. Uh, and I thought Blake was very good. Uh, running back-wise, st- there's there's still searching, I think. Uh, but I, I did like the breakaway speed of squirrel is, is, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that he, he may be the fastest dude in that room. It was vintage squirrel. That's what, you know, he, he's shown flashes of that. Unfortunately, injuries derailed him and we haven't been able to see him out there doing that. But when you, you got a good sample size of when he's healthy, he's dynamic. Uh, after the, the game, uh, Dave Aranda met with the media. He talked about the quarterback competition and he talked about how they'll, uh, how, what the process is the rest of the way. Uh, I appreciate the question. It, it, it has been, um, it has been um, a back and forth one. I think, you know, if you look at like a Tuesday practice to a Thursday practice, there's usually a move being made. And then you get to Saturdays and it's, um, it's on from the beginning to the end. And so I, you know, you appreciate that just about, about, you know, when you look at Gary and then you look at Blake and just their ability to, um, you know, want all the reps and then not take them and then really be intentional to make the most of the ones that they got. I mean, you, I know how, I know that's difficult to do and I appreciate them doing it. And, and you know, and, and, the, and when the times that they're not on, they're encouraging and all of it. And so, I think today, man, there's really good decisions being made. It's a two high shell. It goes to three high. I'm working that side of the field. It's a two high shell. It stays too high. I'm working this other side of the field. You know, knowing which O line they were with and and how quickly I got to get the ball out, knowing who's on the other on the other D line. All those. There's a bunch of things. There's a fair amount of layers today, and I thought they were able to kind of go back and forth with all that, and then you know compete within the series. Um, you know, with the other guy. And so I was impressed with that. But I uh, do want to be able to make a decision. And so we've got one-on-one meetings. Um, I'll meet with everyone on the team starting on uh, Monday. And so when we get to the quarterbacks, we'll, you know, I'd, we'll review, review this film and talk with the coaches and, and uh, uh, Grimes and Sean for sure. And then we'd like to make a decision. I don't, I don't know if, how you guys take it, but it sounds like to me this is going to be kind of a tough decision, but he wants to get it done. I mean, he, he's – look, we played some audio on Saturday during our pregame show uh, that was from the first practice where he said, yes, we want to, at the end of spring, have a – and he has not wavered from that. 
Uh, now, did, does Coach Grimes, Coach Bell, Coach Aranda kind of have an idea who who? Yeah, they do. Uh, but I, I, I think the competition war was probably closer. You know, was 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 very close, and, and so I think you know, like he said, they're still going to do some review. But I, I think they probably have a good idea of what direction they want to go or what direction they're going to go. Yeah, when they walked off the field, they knew. And, you know, they had a pretty good idea going through spring. I mean, it's not something – if it's that close that they have to go back and dig on film, which, which you know, you're going to do that and you're going to review and you're going to do your due diligence to, to figure it out. But you have a pretty good idea when you walked off that field of which direction that you think that this program is going under whose leadership. Uh, it, it that's hopefully that's a pretty clear cut, easy decision to make because if it's not, you may be in trouble anyway. Well, he was very clear about it from the beginning. Uh, he wanted Gary to continue to get better, and for Blake to win the job, he had to go take it from Gary Bohannon. It was Bohannon's to lose, uh, and, and that was that was the mentality that they went into spring with, and they both knew it. He and, you know he told he told us that they sat him down and said, here is the process in which we're going to work this thing. Now, you're both going to get opportunities, and they did. I mean, they both took a lot of reps with the ones, and they both took a lot of reps with – I mean, it was a balanced situation there. Uh, But at the end of the day, it was basically Gary Bohannon's job, and if Blake Shapin was going to be the starting quarterback, he had to go win the job. Now, we'll we'll see how – we'll see what the decision process is. And once they start having those meetings, which begin today, he's going to meet with every player – how quickly do we learn uh, how how this thing turned out? That's a yeah, that's a good point because, like we mentioned before, if if you name somebody, do you hit the portal? I I think we'll know by the end of the day. And honestly, if if like you bring up a good point, we didn't get to see all of the practices. But if you're going just off a of Saturday, Shapin was head and shoulders the better quarterback. I mean, he was comfortable in the pocket; he could stretch the field. Uh, he made multiple good throws. He had one bad throw to, to Dabney in the, in the end zone that should have been a touchdown. But Bohannon was apprehensive. Uh, he had 14 throws during the game, uh, and a lot of them were check downs to the tight end. It, it wasn't anything special. All right, so uh, 7.56, and again, that, that process begins today for Coach Aranda and the staff as they have their uh, – into spring evaluations and meetings. So we'll, we'll find out. Uh, coming up uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to visit with Jerry Hill, and uh, we'll do that. But right now, let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a Big 12 Tournament Championship for men's tennis. Plus, spring football wraps up for the Bears. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. 
If you like the Baylor Nike gear John and the crew are wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back and congratulations to Coach Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis with a 4-2 win yesterday in Fort Worth over TCU, men's tennis, the 2022 Big 12 Tournament champions. It is a third straight Big 12 Tournament title for Baylor men's tennis. Also from the weekend, Baylor women's golf finishes in a tie for second in their Big 12 championship. Men's golf opening play today at Whispering Pines. Baylor softball takes two of three over the weekend from Texas Tech. Baseball drops all three on the road at Texas. There were 11 golds for Baylor track and field in their own Michael Johnson Invitational over the weekend. And Baylor football wrapped up spring drills with their annual green and gold game Saturday at McLean Stadium. Here's head football coach Dave Aranda. I thought the, the O-line, D-lines really were the big takeaway for me. I thought offensively, the push and the finish of some, some, some drives that had some plays, um, you know, um, uh, plays in them. And then I thought defensively, there were some big plays with uh, knockback and and pressure in the pocket and that. Thought the young receivers continued to impress. I think uh, Dallas Baker's done a great job in, in spring and has really made a connection. I think he's got. I think uh, our our boys are playing for him. I thought quarterbacks were um, were strong as well. I thought you know there would be one good drive and be followed up with a next an, another good drive, you know, so you could feel that competition, and I appreciate that. I thought that um, running backs there's there was good things. I thought in the second half it was improved, you know, after kind of a halftime settle down and adjustment and that. Coach Aranda and the Bears wrapping up spring drills on Saturday. Next up, the 2022 season opener, September 3rd against Albany at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Moore Show. Greedy Carter, our guest, one of Baylor's all-time greats, now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them. You know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids. 
um, you know, a better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor, and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to, 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 to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge. And I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about oh, this right now. That's great. Well, you know we all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, couple of minutes after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we uh, welcome into the program from the Baylor Bear Insider, the Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. And, uh, Jerry, good morning. How are you, buddy? Gentlemen, I'm at least dry right now. <laughs> kind of scared me with some of the noise that's been going on. Well, it's kind of foreign to us, isn't it? I mean, that stuff that's it falling is. out of the sky. What What is this? <laughs> exactly. Uh, busy weekend. Uh, I mean, you, you had the, the Michael Johnson uh, uh, Invitational. You had baseball, softball playing. Uh Tennis, I mean, all kinds of stuff. But let's begin with spring football. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, for a lot of us, that was our only our only true look at the team. So it's kind of unfair to right. to judge, you know, two hours worth of of, uh, of, of practice or scrimmage right. or whatever you want to call it over the course of uh, a month and fifteen practices. What was your big takeaway from from Saturday? Um. And I think John Werner and I talked about this. It was actually kind of fun because uh, they actually played. Um, you know, it was it was not just situational. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously it was pretty vanilla, um, but you you at least got to see them play football. <laughs> so I think that was probably my biggest takeaway. I mean, I've seen enough in the 15 practices to know that that you know. You can't judge, like you said, you can't judge everything on that one thing. Because, you know, I mean, if you want to get to quarterback, I mean, Shapin led him to three touchdowns, uh, I believe through two touchdown passes. So, I mean, he looked better Saturday. But, you know, the coaches are going to have 14 other practice films and, and, you know, whatever else to go on. And then last season, too. So I'm not going to judge it just on that. But that was kind of my main takeaway was just it was fun to watch football. Yeah, don't you think that quarterback competition is incredibly close right now? I do. I, I and I couldn't tell you who's going to win it. Um, you know, because like I said, I've seen enough in practices to know how close it is. Um, you know, because I, I think they've both had moments. Uh, you know, they've both moved the team. I think you know Gary's probably your better leader. Uh, you know, Blake has some skills that uh, you know not very many people have. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what they decide and if they announce anything now. You know, he talked about, you know, starting to meet with everybody today in one-on-one meetings, kind of not exit meetings, but, you know, kind of end-of-the-year meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hoped to name a starter, but I don't know that that'll even be announced. So, you know, again, we may not know till this summer. Jerry, when you look at this team right now, and I know it'll change over the summer and it'll change certainly in the fall, but how do you feel about the depth chart of this football team right now? 
Um, you know, Ward, I think there's some uh, – they're not deep at some of the positions, but then, you know, at some of them they're really, really deep. So I, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, I think secondary, they uh, – you know, they don't have a lot of depth there. They don't have a lot of experience there. So that would probably be the biggest concern. And then receiver, um, I, you know, I – I honestly think they have a lot of talent there. They just don't have a lot of experience. So, you know, I think you'll see guys like, uh, you know, Monty Winfield and, and uh, you know, Javon Gibson really showed up uh, in the Saturday scrimmage. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys. Monterey Baldwin caught the big pass. So, yeah, there's a lot of guys out there. You just don't know yet who those top, you know, three or four guys are going to be. How refreshing was it to see Squirrel Williams cut loose and it showed that he still has that big play ability? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, Garrett, I think honestly that might have been one of my biggest takeaways is, is Squirrel's presence because, you know, uh, like you said, we hadn't really seen him in two years. Um, and, and really even his whole career, he hasn't played just a ton. But if you think back to 2020, and, and that I know a lot of Baylor people don't even want to think about that year, but he was one of the few bright spots early in that season and then, you know, tore his ACL and MCL. So it's been a long road back for him. And, and you know, then you can throw Gavin Holmes in there too. Gavin didn't do a whole lot Saturday, but he's had a really good, you know, spring practice. So having both of those guys back in there, you know, really helps the offense, particularly at two positions where they need some help. Again, unfair to talk about just the one practice, but that's the one I've got. <laughs> it was Saturday. But uh, one thing that Jeff Grimes said the other day uh, when he met with the media is that, look, he, he would like to have that one guy at running back, but he's, he can do it either way. Uh, just from what you've seen this spring, would yeah. you think going into fall that this will be kind of a running back by committee type thing? I think it'll be a lot like last year in the sense that now it, it may not, you may not have a 1600 yard rusher, but I, I look at Tay McWilliams as being the guy. And then, you know, Craig squirrel Williams being more that change of pace, third down back, like Ebner played. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe that can change. I don't know. And there's some other guys in that room. Um, you know, Josh Fleeks didn't get a whole lot of looks uh, Saturday, but uh you know, that's another guy that uh, that can help him out there. Uh, Jenkins, Jordan Jenkins, the freshman, I thought he looked good at times too. So uh, they've got a lot of guys. So you you may be right. It may be a running back by committee, but I think they'd like to have kind of the alpha back, and I think the closest to that right now is Tay McWilliams. Do you think the strength of this team is still going to be defense right now? Yeah. I mean, just because you've got so many skill positions to replace, uh, on the offense, I mean, I, you know, I think that offensive line could be really, really good. I mean, you think about all the pieces that are back, um, you know, from last year's team, and that, that offensive line was really good last year. So I, I still think the offense could be really, really good by the end of the year, but I think it's a deal where they're, where they're going to be building where defense should be ready to go. I mean, yes, there are some, you know, spots to fill. There's some playmakers to replace. But I think they've got enough back on defense and third year in Ron Roberts' system that they should be really good, you know, hopefully at the start of the season. Jerry, men's tennis goes ahead and uh, claims another Big 12 championship. Do you ever get tired of, of having all these championships you got to cover? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Garrett, and I was actually up there in Fort Worth. It was, uh, man, it was it was a fun one to watch. Uh, you know, really, uh, I, I thought it was a great tennis match. I mean, really, they were both just kind of going at it. 
Uh, and, and just like pretty much everything else, Baylor and TCU don't like each other. Um, and so that was fun. The crowd was fun. Um, you know, had the lightning delay and had to take it inside, but, uh, man, that was, that was a fun one. I just looked up Garrett and I think this is right. Baylor's won 92 big 12 championships, uh, in what now the 26 year history of the league. Um, 50 of those have been in women's basketball or men's tennis. Wow. So men's tennis has definitely carried its load. Uh, uh, yeah, this was their 25th. Uh, total you know between regular season and tournament championships baseball and softball let's uh let's talk about the diamond uh obviously a uh, very difficult weekend for for steve rodriguez's team uh they give up over 40 runs in, in three games and you're just not going to win when you do that yeah i mean obviously it started on the mound and uh you know you had uh two of your three starters go one inning so um you know you can't you can't get it done that way, and, and their bullpen is not good enough to survive something like that. So, you know, I think those two games in particular, you know, you just you weren't you weren't going to, you know, survive that really. But, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, that was rough because, you know, you give up 46 runs in, in three games. Um, you know, even if your bats are going pretty well, which I think yesterday they, they did. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they had it going offensively yesterday. They just – they just couldn't keep up with Texas, you know, when they're putting up three or four uh, an inning and, and you're scoring one or two. As far as where they're at right now, Jerry, they're, they're still in this thing with an opportunity. But, man, they've got to find some help on the mound in a hurry. Yeah. And and it, every time they go on the diamond, it, they're in a must-win type situation, in my opinion. Yeah, and I don't know what the situation is with Will Rigney. I hadn't, I hadn't heard an update on that. Mm-hmm. But you really need him back in there. Um, Tyler Thomas, you knew was going to be kind of on a short leash just to see how, you know, what he could do, but yeah, you've got to get really both of those guys going. That's the rotation going again. Uh, you know, Kobe, Kobe Andrade did not have his best stuff, uh, in the Saturday game, but I think he's still a guy that can, that can get it done. So, um, you know, that's where it starts, you know, that, and, and, uh, you know, unless they can get that going, it's, it's going to be rough because they, you're right. I mean, they are in it, but they got to start winning some games, um, you know, because they've got uh, three conference series left. And I, you know, I really think they need to, you know, kind of make some hay in those. And two of those are Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. Right. So, uh, it's not easy down the stretch. And then your other series is at K-State, which took two of three from Texas. So, yeah, this is a rough stretch. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can survive it and win enough uh, to get to post-state postseason get to the big 12 tournament and you may you know kind of like men's golf this week uh, men's golf has to win to get the postseason uh, and I, I think that's maybe the same uh, situation with baseball michael johnson relays over the weekend baylor saw some very impressive uh uh it results in in several different events for the bears yeah i'm not even going to try to announce or name the uh javelin guy i'll just say zaza um, which is which is his nickname? He was amazing. Um, you know, I mean, he threw 265 feet. Um, I wow. don't even know if I can walk that far. <laughs> and uh, he he threw it. This hey, this is what Bryce said, and I think he tweeted it. He threw it out of this thing, so they had it marked off uh, to a certain spot, and he threw it past that. So they had to actually measure. 
how far it was outside of, as Bryce put it, the thing. So um, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, you saw, you know, Olympic athletes there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a thing move, uh, you know, and I remember this from last year um, when her and Aaliyah Miller had a great 800 meter race and they, you know, kind of repeated it this year, didn't run, um, you know, quite as fast as they did uh, last year, but you, know, you got to consider the windy conditions and everything, but yeah, it was cool. And Will London was back. Trayvon Bromel was back. Uh, and then I, you know, I, the kicker for me, the, you know, one of the highlights was the, uh, you know, other than Zaza was the uh, women's relay uh, four by four relay to one of the last events of the night. And they ran three thirty in those windy conditions. And that was like right at two seconds faster than what they had run. Uh, softball. Let's get to softball. Glenn Moore's team. That's a big series win for them. Uh, they yeah. would have loved to have gotten the sweep, but uh, drop right. a two nothing decision yesterday. But bottom line is they win the series, and that's what they've got to do. And, and you know, I'm looking at the uh, standings, Jerry. They're right there. I mean, they're in fourth place. I mean, clearly Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have kind of pulled away. But right. Th- right. as far as the others, they're they're right in the mix. Yeah, and they've, you know, they've kind of won the series that they needed to win. Um, you know, you, again, like you said, you'd like to see them sweep those, um, but they've won those series and, and, you know, still have Iowa State left and Texas left. So, yeah, I think they've kind of done what they need to do. Um, you know, they've got to win some more to, to move up in the RPI because I think going into that series they were right around 57. So you've got to get that up a little bit, uh, you know, but, but if you can win – um, a good bit of these last games, and particularly if you could uh, find a way to win that Texas series, that would be huge. And I think the big, you know, thing out of this weekend, and, and granted, Tech is not, you know, a great softball team, but the pitching, particularly the first two days, was just lights out, um, you know, and that was two different uh, arms that threw, Daria Orme and uh, Aaliyah Benford. So, uh, you know, they, they did amazing two back-to-back shutouts first time since 2018. So, yeah, I think they're on a better track. They just need to, you know, continue racking up the wins. And for and for Glenn Moore's team, again, this is, you know, he had so many veteran guys or gals a, a year ago. This this is a young team, and it just appears to me that they're getting better and better as the season unfolds. Yeah, this is kind of what you hope for. You knew it might be a little bit rough at the beginning of the year. I mean, you were basically replacing most of your pitching and, and like you said, a lot of very experienced players. Um, You know, they had some injuries early on, too, and, you know, had to kind of shuffle players around. But I think, you know, he talked about it this last week that, you know, they kind of got the defense where, you know, he wanted it to get to and, and now you're seeing the pitching coming around too. The the hitting has not been probably what you'd like it to be the last uh, couple of weekends. But uh, you know if they could get that going too, you'd have all three phases. And uh, you know I think they could finish really strong. What do you got? Uh, are you even going to do an insider? I mean, there's not much out there to talk about, is there? There isn't anything left. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm trying to. I'm, I know men's. Uh, like I said, men's golf uh, starts the Big Twelve. Uh, championship this morning and uh you know and then we've got both baseball and softball here this weekend so be another fun weekend tommy don't have any more football for now but uh yeah it it does not slow down as always it is a pleasure we appreciate your time today
Thanks, guys. Appreciate talk, it. Talk to you soon. That is Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor and the uh, and, and writes the Baylor Bear Insider. Good stuff there. All right, uh, 8 17, 17 after 8 o'clock. This is game time presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Brad Fiat, your friend of the car business, where you can check out a great selection of inventory. Inventory that wins awards like the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab with uh, total values of $6,500. Yeah, that's good stuff. Take $6,500 off of that deal. Or you can get a $3,000 cash bonus. And don't forget 2.9% financing for 72 months. In first responders, you get an additional $500. This incredible truck gives you everything you're looking for. We're talking about power. We're talking about performance. We're talking about towing capability. And, of course, they're going to do it in style. Luxury, uh, luxury, luxury, luxury. That is what you get when you check out the 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Great selection of pre of uh, new vehicles, great selection of pre-owned vehicles, and of course, a tremendous service department makes for an outstanding dealership. And that's what you got with Ted Teague and his staff at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84. And if you want to check them out online, you can do that at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Shower and thunderstorm activity will last through much of the morning and afternoon with highs only reaching the mid-60s. Severe weather is not expected, but locally heavy rainfall could bring some flooding to parts of the area. Showers will move out by this evening, leaving us with mostly cloudy skies tonight and a low of 54 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your cat. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get food. Walk away from food. Move to couch. See human. Give cold shoulder. Take a nap. Meow till I get your food. Your pet has a food. very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Move to couch. Aggressively clean myself. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get coverage get for your pets with any auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Calmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Calmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco careers or wacohr at howmet.com. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. 8-23, 23 after 8 o'clock. And as we mentioned, the um, Rangers and the uh, Astros will start a series coming up, what, uh, tonight, right? 7-0-5? Yeah, tonight. So, uh, again, this will be kind of fun. Uh, what What is your take Ward on Altuve, I, I, obviously he's he's been dinged up a little bit. But, you know, we had a um, – let's see if I can pull it up off the C&C Collision Center text line. said, uh, you know, that the Astros are going to be – as long as Altuve's in an Astros uniform, the Astros are going to be considered cheaters. You, you agree with that? Or is it just the Astros just organization? Well, I agree. I mean, I agree. I mean, at, at what point do you say enough already? I think it'll always have an asterisk beside it because there's people – like you mentioned, the Yankees—they're never going to let that go. The dog—I mean, there's so much animosity. I think that it's something that will always come up when you bring up that championship team. I, I don't see it going away. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So it—you it, know—for uh, first until Altuve leaves Houston, they will be seen as cheaters, even if he is an amazing player, and he is an amazing player. Uh, but. And and I realize that he was a, a focal point of those teams. But at, at what point do you say enough already and move on? I Garrett probably hit the nail on the head. That's never gonna happen for some people. And for some people they they've already done that. I mm-hmm. you know, I don't I I it's hard to say 
if that'll ever be something that we just don't talk about anymore. I, 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 you can't really put your finger on that mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, it, is it how long? You, you mentioned a movie the other day, Eight Men Out. Mm-hmm. There's still people talking about exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly. No. I mean, you know, it, so I don't know that it ever completely goes away. I, and I personally don't think it will. But at what point do you let it go? There's a difference. I mean, you, yeah, referencing it and talking about it and, and, and just totally engulfed in it. I mean, and I still feel like there are fans that are just knee deep in this in this deal. I, I think that's the way it's always going to be, especially Maybe. if you're a young fan. And that was, you know, a moment that just was gut wrenching for you. That's something that's always going to stick with you. And you're always going to go back to their cheaters and. That franchise, you know, there's just it's. I don't think it's ever going to go away, and we see this all the time in baseball. It's it's the one sport that like just gets caught up, and you and never. I mean, Pete Rose will always be a cheater or whatever, which is garbage. I know, but it's it's part of the game, and I think this is just a new chapter of that. This is just another scenario where it's always going to be like this for forever, in my opinion. Do any of these guys get in the Hall of Fame? Speaking of that, I mean, oh, I, that's a that's great a question. Good point. Oh my goodness! Don't oh, Probably I would not. I would hate to think that they don't. But I'm sitting there. You, you brought up P. Rose and and see, which th- that, should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Look, and and I've said this a million times. If you want to split the Pete Rose manager and the Pete Rose player, go for it. Pete Rose, the player. It's a sham that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The fact that Pete Rose, the player, is not in the Hall of Fame is ignorant. Mm-hmm. I've always been adamant about you need a special section in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, for real. Because, look, you can't talk about baseball without talking Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. The list goes on and on. I, I think they belong in there without a special room. I'm sorry. Well, they're not going to get in. But I'm saying just well, dedicate it. Maybe like, they do when all these old writers finally are off the board. I mm-hmm. thought that I thought that once you're – I could. I mean, I don't know. I thought that you had a certain time window to you do, make it. You do. You, and then, you and do, and then, and then, then the it comes back around. Then the Veterans oh, okay, Committee okay, gets okay. involved, and, and yeah. boom, they're going in. Uh, but, you know – Again, you say what you want to about Pete Rose, the manager, but Pete Rose, the player, it's it's asinine to think that he's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I agree. I mean, just I, I think McGuire belongs. I think Clemens all do. belongs. I think Bonds belongs. I think they all belong. If it was, well, and I'll say but none this. more than Pete Rose. No, and you start and stop there. And, but. As far as the Sosa and the McGuire and all that kind of st- and the Bond stuff, it, if ownership wanted that to stop, it would have stopped. Yep. But we we wouldn't have baseball today as it is. Not as without, it exists today. Without them. No. That race. They saved baseball. Saved baseball. It did. It was circling the drain. It did. And, and anyway. Tough deal. Uh, it, it, it really – but then, you know, how how hypocritical. Oh, y'all are cheaters. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, they cheated. I mean, make no mistake, they, they did. But you stuck your head in the sand. What's that say about you? Good point. You stuck your head in the sand. You didn't want to know. You wanted this, this home run race. You needed this home run race. Mm-hmm. You wanted me on that wall, 
phones. I'm sorry, different movie. Uh, <laughs> but you know you what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get my point. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous to think that, you know, look, you remember, I mean, it could be a three o'clock game in Chicago and they were breaking in to show you his at bat, not the game, his at bat. Yeah. They were every channel. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, Chicago plays a lot of day games, you know, one Oh five, they were breaking in the middle of the day to show you a Sammy Sosa at bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and same thing with McGuire in St. Louis, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a huge deal. And, and as you point out, I mean, it re-energized people paying attention to baseball. It sold tickets. And it put eyeballs on televisions. Yeah. It, yeah. But it sold tickets. I mean, you had yeah. ballparks with people. Well, McGuire's coming to town. Sosa's coming to town. There were butts in the seats. Even like with the Giants, McCovey Cove, you had all of the, the little rowboats and everything out there just waiting for home runs to fly mm-hmm. into the bay. Yeah. All right, Grumpy Old Fan says, Shoeless Joe Jackson deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Ahead of Pete Rose. Uh, they never proved Shoeless Joe bet on a game or threw a game. You can't say that about Pete Rose. I think you can say that about Pete Rose, the player. We don't know. I don't think you could say that about Pete Rose, the manager. No, you, you certainly can't. But Pete but Rose, we, the we, player? We don't know. We don't know. Well, if we don't know, then he didn't do it. You're innocent until proven guilty. That's fine. I I, I hear you. But, you know, we, we don't. There's not evidence that he did or didn't. So, he didn't. But in my mind, as a player, he, he belongs in. So, the, shoe, the shoeless Joe belongs in. You know, look, baseball is a bunch of hypocrites. Yep. The voters in, in they put them in or a bunch of hypocrites, and there's got to be a better way to get them into the Hall of Fame. But I, there's not going to be. Again, I just said that about ownership. I mean, you want to yap about cheating, and, and I agree. Taking taking those enhancing performance drugs was against the rules. Right. But did you do anything about it? No. Did you say anything about it? No. No, you just counted your money as people went through the turnstiles, well, as you and, pointed out. And other people are saying the same thing about the Astros, too, as far as, far as – Hey, we've been stealing signs in baseball for a hundred yep. years. If we just didn't do it electronically, <laughs> well, you didn't do it electronically because you didn't have the capability. They figured out something. Yep. Now you have to change the rule because they figured something out. I get it. It okay. So yeah, they they went a little beyond, but you know, look, hats off. They figured out a way to do it. What was the old saying? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm not condoning cheating. I'm just telling you what the old saying is. Well, I mean, look, it's true. They've been stealing signs in baseball for 100 Absolutely. years. They yep. just figured out a way to do it electronically. Look, the guy, the, the, the base runner at second base is sneaking a peek every single chance and still is. Yeah. And as still he should, is. That's part of his job being on second yep. base. Hey, uh, you want to sell your house, you could do it with the brokerage house. You can do it in five days or less. And if not, then the brokerage house is going to buy it uh, for a price that you agree upon. Aaron Ryan and the folks at Brokerage House Realtors uh, have a a program, a proven marketing system that is going to generate offers above market value plus multiple offers 
on your home. And if not, then they're going to buy it from you. And if you want more information, it's 5daystosow.com. That's 5daystosow.com. Here's the phone number. It's 817-812-2978. We're talking about the brokerage house. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A 2-0 loss to Oakland was the Rangers' only loss in the three-game weekend series. The Astros, meanwhile, needed extra innings to beat Toronto 8-7 to salvage a win in that series. The Rangers host the Astros for a four-game series. Starting tonight, you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. A 13-4 Longhorn win over Baylor yesterday completed a weekend sweep by Texas. The Bears try to get back on track tomorrow by hosting Incarnate Word. Baylor softball took 2-3 from Texas. 
Texas Tech losing yesterday's series finale 2-0. They next entertain Stephen F. Austin on Tuesday. Rain has canceled today's game for MCC baseball against Wharton. The Highlanders lead their conference race with a 21-3 league mark. With four games left on the schedule, McClendon softball with two wins away from a conference championship. They host Cisco at Bosque River Ballpark on Wednesday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-seven, and from the uh, podcast "Locked on Tar Heels," we welcome into the program Isaac Shade. Isaac, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be back on. Hey, let's talk about this uh, a little bit. Uh, we were just, you know, we were just talking about it this morning. But uh, four of the five starters off that basketball team back next year. What what a what a way to begin your basketball season <laughs> by having that experience back uh, on the hardwoods. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy, particularly in this day and age with the transfer portal and NIL stuff and and COVID years of eligibility to to know basically your entire roster on April twenty fifth is is unheard of now. Did, did was there one that was just kind of a surprise to you that that came back? Interestingly enough, the, the biggest surprise was not the biggest names. It was Leaky Black, um, simply because he's doing it using his COVID year. Right. Um, I, I think the way the way things progressed with Armando Baycott, um, he is not a first-round draft pick. I think the way things progressed with Caleb Love, he's a fringe first-round draft pick, depending on what mock draft you look at. And so we just are groomed to expect, because of the way – college eligibility goes that a player gets to their senior year they go through senior day activities and then they leave and so for leaky black to say you know what let's run this back one more time believe it or not that was the biggest surprise to me what is the biggest reason for the return of all these players for north carolina do you think it's just being on the doorstep is it the coaching is it the culture or is it a combination of everything Well, you, you answered the question the exact way I would. I think it's a combination of all these things. I think it speaks hugely to what Hubert Davis was able to do in his first year as head coach. Uh, I think all four of these young men returning speaks volumes to what he, the, the culture that he has set. Um, not only the four of them returning, but some of the other men who, who look like they might be transfers coming back. I think the NIL landscape, in particular with Caleb Love and Armando Baycott, plays a huge role in them coming back because um, in this day and age, whereas typically a player who might be a second round projection would leave because G league money is better than no money in college. Now, when you're able to earn half a million dollars in college, that's, that's almost a no brainer. And then thirdly, yes, I, I believe there's something about being on the doorstep about being essentially a, an Armando Baycott injury away from a national championship leaves uh, not only a bitter taste in your mouth because you didn't get it done, but as a competitor, how can you not want to come back and finish that job? And that's where I wanted to go was NIL because we always know money talks, and that's been a lot of the reason a lot of these guys have, have left early when they didn't fully develop. Did the NIL landscape change for North Carolina once the championship happened, or what is, what's going on on campus regarding NIL, and what are some of the inner workings behind it? That's a great question. Well, I mean, you asked specifically about Carolina. Honestly, this is going to be a nationwide 
phenomenon where we're going to see players who would otherwise have left in recent years sticking around. And that's going to make college basketball infinitely better because you're going to have more name recognition. You're going to have more like Oscar Sheboy from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. The the rumors are that his NIL deals are astronomical. And this guy's coming back as the national player of the year. And then when we do focus in on, on UNC, as you just asked, I think it absolutely changes. You you might have gotten one of Armando Baycott or Caleb Love back, but I don't. I certainly don't think both of them are back in a pre NIL era. And so it. I mean, this could ultimately change the landscape of the success of Hubert Davis's first couple of years, specifically because NIL is a thing. So absolutely, it plays a gargantuan role. Isaac, describe for us the relationship between Hubert Davis and his players. I mean, obviously, uh, that was a huge piece to them getting to the national championship. I mean, it, it looked, at least from the outside looking in, that there was a uh, there was a, a bond there that was just unbelievable. You're spot on. Uh, this man is first and foremost a, a person. He's a human being. And so while a lot of coaches, you, you think back to someone like Bob Knight, who obviously, yes, uh, appreciates his players, but but is a is a general. That's why he got that nickname. Hubert Davis loves these young men. He he said all season long, all lead up to the season, that he can't coach them if he doesn't know them. And so to that point, literally every week he has a one-on-one sit-down meeting with his entire roster to to check in on them, to talk to them about what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, and and that's exactly what you see. As you said, they they come off the court after some of these NCAA tournament games and just lock him up in an, in an embrace. And so I think part of that is him realizing, yes, I'm a head coach, but just like these guys, I, I'm a human being with aspirations. And, and ultimately the, one of the biggest quantities in this world is love. And if I don't have that, if I don't have that rapport with my players, then what's it all for? You know, we're talking about the guys that are coming back off that starting roster. What does the bench look like for the Tar Heels? <laughs> Well, that's a great question because um, you do have these four starters coming back who have made 45 starts together in their career. But the biggest question mark now for me is how do you plug the massive hole left behind by Brady Manick? Uh, we, we can't overlook what a huge role he played in, in Carolina's success this year because he's able to unclog the interior to give Armando Baycott room to operate because – Brady Manick led Carolina in three-point shooting this year. He had 98 made threes. That was the most on the team as a stretch four. And so someone from that bench that provides that depth is going to have to step in and be that four. My, my April 25th prediction is that that's going to be Puff Johnson to step in the starting lineup. I think he's at least going to get the first crack at it. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with Puff, he is the younger brother of um, Phoenix Suns player Cam Johnson, who had a, a transferred from Pittsburgh and had a great Carolina career. Um, he has a lot of intangibles that Coach Davis loves in his players and also has the ability to, to stretch and hit it from three. However, unlike Manic, he is not a, a traditional post player in any sense of the word. And so that, that's going to be the question mark is what does that look like? I, I think another player that has a good shot at that is Dontre Styles, who will be a sophomore. He brings elite athleticism to the floor, unlike Brady Manick. And so whether he's in the starting lineup or coming off the bench, 
is going to be a great addition. As you know, your question to me is, what does the bench look like? Hubert Davis did not utilize his bench much last year. That's where we get the iron five from. The starters played all 20 minutes in the second half in beating Coach K and Cameron. And and so we're going to have to look at, was was that a one-year off just based on the personnel that Hubert Davis had? We don't know because of the small sample size of one year of coaching. And so you got a great freshman class coming in. Will he be able to develop those guys? Will he have more trust with with some of the other bench players still in Chapel Hill who didn't get much time last year? What does this work? How do they navigate the roster size? Because when you have so many guys coming back, and you mentioned you have a lot of those freshmen that are already on the team, and what you're bringing in as far as your 2023 class or 2022 class, do they have enough? I mean, I guess I could say roster positions open to bring somebody in on the portal, or are they jammed up right now where they don't have enough scholarships to even test the portal? Yeah, that's a great question. No, they – so for those who are unaware, in college basketball, a team is allotted 13 scholarships. And as of now, all 13 of those are accounted for with these four guys coming back, with four freshmen coming in. And so that is eight, and then you've got the other five accounted for between the sophomores and juniors. So as of now, literally the scholarship roster is set. And so there, there is nothing Coach Davis can do in, in the transfer portal. There is a, a recruiting announcement they're waiting on this week from Gigi Jackson, who is class of 23. Um, but there, there's rumor that he could reclassify. But there's no point in it if, if Carolina doesn't have a scholarship open to him. And so to your point, they can't go find a Brady Manic in the transfer portal because literally they can't offer a scholarship unless it's somebody that could come in and, and pay their own way, which is highly unlikely. And so that, that is going to make it an interesting dynamic. It's great because you return, you know, 74% of your scoring from last year, you return 77% of your rebounds, 84% of your assists, things like that. But, but who brings in that fresh blood uh, that, that plays that Brady Manic role? Uh, it's not a possibility right now in the transfer situation. The run that North Carolina went on to get to the championship, how has or has it affected other sports on campus, such as Mac Brown's Carolina football team? That's a great question. I mean, I, success breeds success, right? When, when you see a team knocking it out of the park, especially a team who didn't have huge expectations, uh, I, I think it says to you, again, as a competitor, like, I can't let the basketball team do that and then me not show up, especially as you said for the, the football team that was a bit underwhelming last year. Th- they want to show up and prove, hey, we're with our brothers from the basketball team. Now, one of the great things at the University of North Carolina is they have so many successful programs. Uh, all, all the spring sports that are still going are, are playing out of their minds. The women's lacrosse team is a great example. Undefeated number one in the nation. Women's tennis, number one in the nation. So you've got all these great teams. But the football team is a perfect example of a team that can benefit from the success of the men's basketball team. After the spring uh, game on April 9th, where do you see this football team for Mac Brown? Where is the biggest improvement needed right now for them in the 2022 season? It's competitiveness. Uh, one of the things that Mac Brown has said a lot this offseason is that the, the team was essentially fat and happy coming off of, of uh, Mac Brown's second year Sam Howell's sophomore year, they just they were a year ahead of where they anticipated being, and they made it to the Orange Bowl against Texas A&M. 
had all these NFL talents all over the roster, those guys left and are now starting, you know, for the Jets in the backfield or Javante Williams starting in the backfield for the Broncos. So you've got that level of talent leaving and then it's Sam Howell and a whole new crop. And, and they just didn't have the capacity last year to continue moving a step forward. And so one of the things that Mac Brown instituted this year was literally every drill, everything they did was a competition because they want to see who's going to step on this field and, and lean into the moment and be a champion and compete at the highest level. The question marks are you got to replace folks all over the field. You've got a brand new defensive coordinator coming in. You've got a brand new offensive line coach coming in. You, you have a brand new quarterback coming in. You, you've lost the captain of your defense. So there's all of these positions and, um, that, that have to be refilled with brand new untested players. Here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, Mac Brown is still your head football coach. Hey, uh, Isaac, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up on your uh, on your podcast? Well, uh, this week we are going to be talking more, obviously, about this this Carolina team. What what are the expectations they have? I think a lot of people automatically say, "Hey, championship or bust." We all know that's not how it works in college basketball. Look at what happened to Baylor this year, right? Com- coming off of what they did and. Anything can happen in, in the NCAA tournament. So we're going to compare them to UCLA and, and the run they had two years ago. Uh, I've got an interview with Jamie Ortega, who is Carolina's main player on the women's lacrosse team. And then the NFL draft coming up this week. So we're talking Sam Howell a whole lot. We, uh, we appreciate your time as always, Isaac. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy. Isaac Shade from uh, the uh, podcast Locked on Tar Heels. Good stuff there. 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time, and we're brought to you in part by Circle Drug. Circle Drug Pharmacy, 3211 Robinson Drive, 6620774 is the phone number, 6620774. You need a prescription field, they're going to do it for you. Uh, and you know what? It's raining today, so maybe you don't want to get out and about. They'll deliver it to you. That's right. They'll bring it right to your your workplace or to your home. Uh, and that's just one of the many great things that uh, that uh, they do at Circle Drug. And Doc Ever and his staff, uh, you know, they're about customer service. And that's what I love about locally owned and operated businesses here in uh, Central Texas. It's, it's look, they all strive to bring you the very best service. Available, and that's no exception at Circle Drug. Great people, like I said, free delivery to your home or to your office. Uh, they do uh, prescription compounding, diabetic shoes, and inserts are available. Uh, they do vaccines, and of course, as we mentioned, uh, when you go by there, uh, there's several ways to do it. You can go through the drive-through, you can go up to the walk-up window, you can go inside, or they'll even bring it out to your vehicle for you if you don't want to get out of your car. That's that's what they do in providing great service. You call in or your, your doctor calls in a prescription. When it's ready, you're going to get a text, just like I do all the time, said, hey, uh, three of three prescriptions ready, come pick them up, or they'll deliver them to you. It's that simple. It's Circle Drug. Give them a try today. Again, they're at 3211 Robinson Drive. And if you got a question, it's 6620774. That's 6620774. Doc Everett again at Circle Drug. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday. Hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse, think it's happen. Any excuse not to come on. To skip us, to <laughs> yeah. avoid us. Yeah. Going to pretty great Something extremes, minor like right? not being Big 12 commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to do the program. You Probably. think it went so far as him to say, I'm not doing that interview. How can I get out of it? I know. I'll resign my job. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Here Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-707-4522. 800-707-4522. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A 2-0 loss to Oakland was the Rangers' only loss in the three-game weekend series. The Astros, meanwhile, needed extra innings to beat Toronto 8-7 to salvage a win in that series. The Rangers host the Astros for a four-game series. Starting tonight, you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. A 13-4 Longhorn win over Baylor yesterday completed a weekend sweep by Texas. The Bears try to get back on track tomorrow by hosting Incarnate Word. Baylor softball took 2-3 from Texas Tech, losing yesterday's series finale 2-0. They next entertain Stephen F. Austin on Tuesday. Rain has canceled today's game for MCC Baseball against Wharton. The Highlanders lead their conference race with a 21-3 league mark. With four games left on the schedule, McClendon softball with two wins away from a conference championship. They host Cisco at Bosque River Ballpark on Wednesday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
time for the grab bag on game time. All right, uh, 856, four away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You just heard it uh, on uh, Sports Center. Lark mentioned uh, the uh, Rangers and the Astros open up a four-game series. Texas looking to uh, really take command of the of the, the chase for the boot. And Ward's <laughs> already – I didn't get three words out of my mouth. <laughs> and Ward's already I rolling like his, his eyes. I appreciate your commitment. I do. Uh, mm. Look, man, <laughs> if you're a fan, you're a fan. You stick with your team. <laughs> I don't know. I, cause look, I bailed on my team as far as Washington goes. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think out. that stands anymore. You, are, yeah, I, I realize that you're out. Uh, I, you know, I, look, I'm still a fan. I'm just also a realist. There you go. I like that. Oh, I'm not. Not when it comes to this deal. <laughs> I, I, look, they're 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 about to get on a roll. I no. mean, they've won three of their last four, and they're going to win four in a row this week. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's tonight. We'll have it for you, 6.30 for the pregame. Don't forget, late tonight, you better put on a pot, a pot of coffee. Uh, Mavericks in Utah uh, play game five of the series. It's an 8.30-ish tip for the uh, Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. So there you go. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for everyone, uh, for calling and being a part of the program. We, uh, we'll do that. Don't forget John Morris, live from Diamore Fine Jewelers today at 3 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. See you tomorrow.